Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Stuff is going on in Chicago. Let's get the most knowledgeable person on to talk about what's happening in some of these high school sports controversies. One, a big one on a potential state champion basketball team. Michael O'Brien, the Sun-Times high school sports editor who's on Twitter, at Michael S. O'Brien, joins us on the SCORE hotline. That is presented by Circa Resort and Casino, CircaLasVegas.com, twitch.tv slash Chicago 670, the SCORE. Hey, Michael, how are you? Good. How are you guys? We are doing really well. Can you catch the, the the listener of this show up? What's going on with Kenwood basketball? Yeah, it's been a, a interesting couple of days. Um, basically, this started apparently years ago when a, a player transferred into Kenwood and another IHSA school complained. It triggered an investigation. That's an important note. The Illinois High School Association doesn't have some investigative enforcement branch. They aren't out trying to catch cheaters. They wait until a school complains, and then they try to do something about it. Um, In this case, it was a CPS school, Kenwood. So CPS has an independent branch called the Office of the Inspector General, and that office investigates stuff. So This investigation had been going on, and it came to light that several Kenwood players, five players, had residency violations, didn't live in the Kenwood area, Um, and three coaches apparently did things like falsify utility bills and other things to fake the addresses. Um, There's a lot of back and forth now between the Illinois High School Association and CPS about who knew what when and who did what when, But, but it's pretty clear that Everybody knew by the end of January at the IHSA and CPS. No one did anything about it. Uh, Kenwood is allowed to keep playing. They even played in the city championship game in front of the mayor. The mayor was doing the color commentary on the game. His kid goes to Kenwood. And apparently all of CPS and the Illinois High School Association knew there were five ineligible kids playing. On Monday, the IHSA decides we can't let them play in the state tournament. So they come in and rule the players ineligible. Kenwood doesn't like this, of course. They appeal. The IHSA actually, sorry, they kicked them out of the whole state tournament. The IHSA, Kenwood appeals to the IHSA board. The board says, fine, you can play, but not with these ineligible players and coaches. Kenwood takes that to court yesterday. A Cook County Circuit Court judge says, no, these kids can't play. Um, the the ineligible kids. So two hours after the court case, the Kenwood team, which now consists of just four players from varsity, plus the sophomores they brought up, 
plays in a rescheduled state tournament game, wins by like 40 points. And tonight they're going to play in a regional championship game. Wow. The timing of the, the ruling from the IHSA, is it fair to question that? Okay. Um, the IHSA has, I think it's all fair question. Yes. Um, the way that it works is the IHSA has a carve out in their rules and they allow CPS to police itself. They're the only district that's allowed that because it's so big. So the IHSA is saying we waited for CPS to do something because it's their domain and they never did it. And so the reason the IHSA steps up on Monday morning is because that's when their tournament was beginning. And they're like, we can't let them into our thing, no matter what CPS is doing. And both of those organizations are now going back and forth over who knew what, when, and CPS is saying they can't talk about this at all because the investigation isn't final and all this stuff. So it's pretty goofy. But, yeah, the timing for everything is is pretty crazy considering that they've known since at least late January. And to be clear, Kenwood is one of the state's best teams, correct? They were the sometimes preseason number one team. Um, Of the kids ineligible, one is a 6'11 kid uh, signed with Arizona State. One is a 6'6 kid signed with DePaul. The other one is maybe the best junior in the entire state. He's a six seven, six eight shooting guard. I mean, yeah, they're loaded. They're so good that they could still win tonight. They could even still win a sectional without these kids. How how worried are opponents that they're facing? Because th- that would be I, I would I figure like as I'm thinking they play Oak Lawn, is that right tonight? The, the, yes. Yeah. If I'm Oak Lawn, I'm like, wait a minute. Who am I playing against? My scouting has been all backwards because I was worried about one team and now I'm getting another team. And the, the idea that they could retroactively be stripped of any sort of win seems bizarre. You know, it, it's, it's all bizarre. And Elkland has to go to Kenwood, which I'm guessing is going to be quite the hornet's nest. It's already a little loud gym, but now with them feeling the world is against them. Um, it's and yeah, the, the whole thing, it's completely wild. Um, now it is, it's been known for a long time that most, a majority of the public league stars were living in the suburbs. This is not a new thing. It's new that someone actually did something about it. And, so, it, and it's not even necessarily just basketball either in the, some of these cases. Not, not at all. No, it, the, the same goes on in football for sure. I wouldn't know much about the other sports. H- however, CPS football stars aren't the state's biggest stars. Correct. CPS basketball stars are. So it's a much different um, scenario. And one basketball player, as you know, can change the world. One football player can't. So the impact seems much greater in basketball. Yeah, there's grumbling about baseball, too. And I know nobody cares about that. But that's uh, you hear coaches like, oh, well, Kenwood's got guys that aren't, you know. So that's it's it's been going on forever. Yeah, it's definitely something. I think a lot of people will be happy about this and wonder if it'll, you know, the crackdowns will continue. But CPS's attitude and actions toward it have been interesting um, because really they haven't done anything. And we're waiting to they just keep waiting on this report that may have been this investigation that may have been going on for two years until I guess these kids are going to graduate high school and then tell us all about it. I think that's the, the biggest concern. Well, then I saw the name Mike Irvin there. I'm like, well, okay, well, that's got to be an Irvin. 
right? Because it's that you talk about the the royal a name. family of, of Southside sure. coaches. You've got you know, McLaughlin Irvin and Byron Irvin and Lance Irvin and now Mike. So with connected to the Mac Irvin Fire AAU squad, you just wonder where what what the reach is of their empire. Yeah, Nick Irvin, who was the coach at Morgan Park, he was Iowa DeSumo's coach. He is now at Arizona State. He's an assistant there. Um, Cindy Irvin, uh, the sister um, of the bunch, is actually an administrator at CPS Sports um, as well and has been for a long time. So it's an extremely well-connected, powerful Chicago basketball family. It was funny last night. Um, you know, Mike Irvin was not there, but there were Irvins on both baselines. <laughs> Byron was at one baseline and Lance Irvin was on the other. Um, still, you know, uh, fully powerful in the gyms. It'll be interesting to see the, the scene tonight. Well, Michael, we really appreciate you jumping on with us and, and giving some clarity to it. This is fascinating. I, I might see you tonight because I don't live very far, so I, I might walk over because this seems like it's going to be a thing. Yeah, it won't be dull. Oakland has a very exciting junior, too, so it should be a fun game. And what do you know about Robbie Gold being the head coach of Rolling Meadows football now? That I, I didn't see that coming. I did not either. <laughs> about 7.30 this morning, I got a tip, and I'm like, are you kidding me? And I, so I, I called around, and, yeah, it, it's happening. You know, it's, it's very exciting for sure. And we've had – there's been a lot of success with former NFL players yes. com- coming back locally, even in basketball. Ty Streets is a great coach at, at Thornton. Um, it hasn't really been the case so much with NBA players coming back, but NFL guys have done a really nice job. Jason McKee at Carmel, you know, even Jordan Lynch at um, – um, Mount Carmel. So yeah, it's been a, a very our guy Matt yeah, Bowen. Come on, can you not mention Matt Bowen? <laughs> That's right. Just an assistant. Just an assistant. That's true. That's <laughs> true. He's not the head guy, but he's doing he's doing big things. Uh, Michael, you're awesome, man. We appreciate your time. Yeah, good to be here. Always a wild time in Chicago high school sports. <laughs> yes, it is.